This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quick Bar convenience stores conveniently located all across southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Bring in the new year with Rubik's Groove, your outside-of-the-box, totally 80s, 90s, and aughts dance party band. Go to themulehouse.com for more information and tickets. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. 2024 style. Happy Festivus. John Adams, he can't hear me. John Adams can't hear me. Bino, do you have any advice for John Adams who can't hear me? As Bino's in here on a Festivus Thursday. Oh, hang on a second here. Hang on. What is it? What do you say to John? I say God bless John Adams. <laughs> I'm, I'm mouthing. Can you hear me? He's going no. <laughs> Brian, uh, welcome back. After um, I just removed John from the call. The power of the button. Brian, um, welcome back. After taking off National Signing Day, do you, uh, Brian Hartman, have a thought? Any thought? I will. Or any thoughts in your brain up. right now? I will double up tonight with the Garza Law Firm basketball post game on these same platforms, and it'll be our last post game of 2023. That's not true. So There's another in. game, isn't there? Oh, they play somebody early in the year. Why they play is it? on January 2nd. All right. Why is it that last year, because I'm scheduling a trip right now to spring training, which I've never done, but my brother's invited me. One of my brothers has invited me, Bino, is going to take me down for a spring training trip. I've never done that before. Well, I know I have done it, but not with, like with a with one of my brothers or me and my son are going to go down as well uh, in early. Uh, I guess it's uh, early March, and I was noticing this year that the regular season goes to like March the thirteenth. Have you all noticed that it's like a week later? So the NCAA tournament's going to be like till like mid to late April this year. I wonder why they pushed it back. I think it's the same. I believe. I think the last game is the maybe the ninth of March. But, I could be mistaken. But didn't but didn't last year the SEC schedule begin in late December? It did. We played Ole Miss December twenty eighth last year. Yeah, but what happened then was the SEC Big Twelve tournament challenge, not tournament, but challenge they had every year is not being held this year. So that means that there's an extra game or place on the schedule to put the SEC game so they don't have to start the SEC schedule in December. Well, John Adams, happy Festivus. I want to just rip these people. Look, Rick Barnes has had the Vols in the top 25 for 100 weeks. And you people, 41 of them, he'd been in the top 10. Several weeks at number one. Before he got here, it, from 90, 1999 to when he arrived, Tennessee spent like 34 weeks in the top 10. Y'all need to take it, 
put it in your pipe and smoke it. Take it down the road and dump it. Live it like it or Jones lump place. it. Well, I didn't say a name. Don't say names. We're not. This is this is a, this is a mass grievance. It's not just him. It's a mass grievance against the barnstormers who need to come correct and need to say to him, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. John Adams, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. My special needs brother, Steve, that's his greeting. He goes, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. It's really cool. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well, Tony. Um, you're tacking your collars right off the top. Um, I can understand their their problem i mean you don't you don't cut down nets in december or january or february college basketball everything about college basketball other than the hardcore fans in a way it's kind of a niche sport and in march it becomes a mainstream sport when the tournament takes place and that's where you're expected to rise to the occasion, and that's why fans get disgruntled. Because Rick Barnes does a great job of building a program. There's no doubt about that. He uh, He's done a really good job of recruiting. I think this could be his most talented team yet, potentially. Uh, but those results, you can't, you can't ignore that. And when everybody, all the fan bases are celebrating success in March, when the sport it's at its most high-profile moment, and Tennessee loses in the Sweet 16, can't you understand why fans would be disgruntled? No. Okay, well. Well, I mean, the reason I can't is 41 weeks in the top 10. Compared to the history of our school, this guy, in the last five years, this guy has Tennessee number four in America. In terms of weeks in the top ten or weeks in the in, in the top twenty-five, and by the way, I realize that all the other teams have gone to the final four. Teams one, two, and three. A couple of them have won national championships. The other one's Houston. But to make it all about, if you want to make it all about, well, look. I'll give you an example. Last night with my family, I watched the Seventy Sixers take on Minnesota. Okay. Joel Embiid had like that, that's how you spent your time. Joel Embiid had 52 points. His mid-range game is incredible right now. Uh, you were into a soccer game. You were throwing down base, and he was dropping off, dropping back mid-range, as the old song goes. Let me tell you something. I know what's going to happen to the Sixers in the playoffs. They're going to come against Boston's Brian Hartman's Boston Celtics. I know the movie's going to end. Don't stop me from enjoying the movie. Why, why would I, my time in this earth is limited, all of us is, why would I, just because the movie doesn't end well, 99% of that movie is pretty damn good. Well, no, you should enjoy that. I'm okay. not saying don't right. enjoy well, I it. I enjoy it. I, and I think okay. the guy's a great coach, and I give him credit, and I'm going to air my grievance against these people that ruined my postgame show with their nonsense. Well, I mean, you give them an open mic, Tony. Uh, you let them air their grievances and speak their opinion. That's what your show is well, about. So I don't think you should. I don't think you should be critical of them. It's not it's just freedom one. Of speech. It's several. It's, it's not, freedom of speech. It's not just one. It's several of them. Fine. Bino, it's freedom of speech. Bino, how did I do on airing that grievance that you wanted me to air for you? How did I do on this festivist Thursday where we're going to air our grievances with each other? You did outstanding, Tony. 
And I, I appreciate John and uh, when Dixie gets in here and Brian uh, for letting me be a part of this today and kind of uh, encroach on their territory because it's late in the year and really I'm I'm kind of tired of, uh, of being restrained and courteous. Well, the bottom line is Tennessee's class. I want to go through a few things, and I want to talk about some recruiting, and then eight six five two hundred five four zero two, and we'll get to the grievance stuff. We're not going to strictly do that. I don't want to kill poor people. But yesterday was the first day of signing day, which I think is really stupid. That they used to have a day in February where it was celebrated. It was a national holiday. Even people like me, to whom recruiting doesn't really speak kind of got the vibe of what that day meant and how people would come from hundreds of miles around to gather with their tribe lsu was one of the first to do it back in the day when they would have john those big uh uh crab crawfish boils or whatever it was and they would all gather and they were like the the ones that kind of turned it into like an art form and then other people started doing it couple years, we would do the show. Bino was out there a couple times. Smoky Mountain Brewery, we were up on the stage there. The place was jam-packed with people from miles and miles and miles around. And we would do the show. Swain would do a show there. Um, and we would go back to back to back. To, you know, And it was just incredible. And, and And it was like a celebration. And now, yesterday it happens, and... You know what happens on a day where we're all trying to find, figure out, you know, Christmas season and the Christmas blues and this, that, and the other, and why? So they asked Nick Saban about it yesterday, and I'm going to get to some, some of the particulars here. But Adams, Nick Saban remains kind of a sick individual because he was asked by one of the media members, which is a great question, you're in the uh, uh, 14 playoff. You have the transfer portal that you guys are involved in. Tennessee and Texas A&M are going to go head-to-head for this Stewart guy. Out of A&M, this wide receiver, boy, if the Vols could get him. That Stewart guy would walk right on that field right now and be the, be the best receiver on the field by far. They would say, you pick your position, you walk over there, and the guy that's in that spot, you go sit down. That's how good he is. But anyway, enough of that. He's got parents that, that are Tennessee fans. They, they, they are from the state of Tennessee. I mean, come on. Let, let's, let's, uh, let's, get, let's, get, let's land a plane. Let's land a plane here. I think it's going to be really hard because it looks like that, the scuttlebutt is Alabama's really hard to beat there. Which brings me to this. So somebody asked Nick Saban, they said, how are you, I mean, you, you signed a class today, number two in America, by the way. I'm, I'm glad he's slowing down. Um, and, and you signed a class, and now you've got the playoffs to do, and you've got the transfer portal. And you know what Saban said? Let me tell you something about the playoff game. The playoff game is an advertisement for the kids that are juniors in high school right now. The kids were going to recruit in the spring. It is a paid advertisement for those kids. Now, Bino... I love our coach. You love our coach. But I'm going to air another grievance here. When we watch that bowl game and he rolls Joe Milton out there, is that a paid advertisement for the kids that are going to start recruiting in the early spring that are you want to get the jump on? 
that group of wide receivers you want to get involved with, that group of tight ends, that group of offensive linemen. I mean, you want Joe Milton out there as part of your paid advertisement on New Year's Day, Bino? And by the way, we're on the same day as the playoff games. We're the hors d'oeuvre that day for the main course, which there's nothing wrong with that. It's kind of a break for the Vols that they're in that spot. Why do I get the feeling that I'm getting ready to get f- to be fed uh, uh, a steady diet of Joe Milton on January 1st? And I just don't understand that. Why doesn't our coach think like Nick Saban? Well, I, I, I don't know. Running Joe Milton out there won't be the best promotion preview for your program going forward. Uh, if, if that's the goal, then Nico definitely is the guy that should play. But... I, I'm like you. Until I see otherwise, uh, I feel like Joe Milton is probably going to start and and play the majority of the football. Well, a guy sent me an e- an email today saying that um, there's an interview out there uh, with the tight end from Farragut, uh, the Warren kid. And he's talking to Dave Hooker, and he said, "By the sounds of that, Tony, you're not going to see Nico." Now, I didn't hear the interview. I, I don't know. You know. Uh, John, did you hear it? What this gentleman's talking about? No, I did not. Uh-huh. He's I, saying that he's saying that Jacob Warren is giving the indication that you better get ready for a steady diet of Joe Milton in this bowl game. Well, Tony, why should that surprise anybody? That I would be shocked if anything else Happy happened. Happy Festivus, Josh Heupel. Happy Tony, Festivus. You're, you're using you're acting like Nick Saban has won seven national championships. Well, I'd like to win he's one. In not, my... He's not the norm. Well, what does that mean? He said, he, they said, well, they, these things are all one on top of the other. He said, I can handle it. He said, we have an organization. We can handle it. He said, we're, he said in fact, we welcome it. The busier, the better. He said, my people are paid very well. Go look at his quote. He said, my people internally are paid very, very well, and we look for the best. I want the yeah. best recruiters. I want the best analysts. I want people that are on top of it. He said, and I'm not going to sit here and make up excuses because we played in a play. He said, let me tell you what a playoff game is. It's an advertisement for the kids in that class coming up. That's the way we look at it. It's an opportunity, and it's an advertisement. And I'm sitting there going, I mean, Bino, am I being – picky here and saying why aren't we approaching it the same way we've been gifted an opportunity to play on new year's day put that kid out there and let's see what he can do am i wrong bino am i being pig-headed here well i I mean tony i want i want to see nico as a fan i want to see nico uh but again I, i don't know that coaches any coach approaches games for next year that maybe they should uh but they don't and nick's full of crap if he's saying that a playoff game is an advertisement for next year a playoff game is you better win this year well i i think if you take that literally that's what he's saying but does anybody think nick saban isn't doing everything he can to beat michigan right you I mean, you gotta. When you look at Nick Saban, what he says is often is often a smokescreen. Yeah. I mean, 
any rule that any new rule that comes up that he doesn't like, he's very vocal about it. Oh my gosh, this will be the ruination of college football as we know it. I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. of course, mm-hmm. but that's what he says. And then what does he do? He does everything he can to make sure that Alabama can operate and function appropriately under the new rules. Whatever he's given, he might vocally fight it, but he doesn't fight it. He doesn't fight it when he starts going yes. about building a team, building, maintaining his program, winning games. He just does everything he can. This yes. is what I've been given, and I've got to solve this problem, and that's what I'll do. And that's why he's been he's been at the vanguard of everything. You look about analysts, yep. quality control guys. Crazy. And I had a long time ago a coach told me, I said, what's the difference in working? He'd been coached at a lot of places under a lot of different coaches, a defensive coach. I said, what's the difference in coaching with Nick Saban and any other coach? And he said, with other coaches and other programs, you have downtime at certain times of year. There is no downtime with Nick Saban. What a sick person. What a great coach. And so if you're making that kind of money that he's making, you need to devote that kind of attention to it. And so what he's saying also is Nick Saban was already preparing for this era of college football. Yes. Where where you have all these different things thrown at you coming from every angle. You got transfers, you got NIL, you got high school recruits, you got to get ready for a playoff. Mm-hmm. And and Nick Saban, his guys are working around the clock anyway. So this is this is business as usual for him. So talking about yesterday's class, because I'm gonna get this in here. When you back it up. This is what we do. Yesterday was like a post-game show. Today we're going to back it up. Pull pull the lens back a little bit. And I want to hear from you at 865-200-5402. First of all, Tennessee only signed 20 players in this class thus far. And so that skews, not to be confused with high school, Bri, but it skews the number um, that you're going to end up with, your final rating. Because Tennessee could have signed done the Butch Jones, gone the Butch Jones route and filled their class up and, you know, less filling tastes great and there you go. They didn't do that. But their blue chip rating, which means prospect to prospect, is among one of the best in the country. Uh, So they got a high number there. The second thing is, and Goldbrick Joe uh, helped compile this, these thoughts today. He and I um, had a meeting of the alleged minds. Bino, do you think we could have between the two of us, could we have um, burned a leaf without a magnifying glass, with that brain power at work? What do you think? Or split an atom, Bino? What do you think? That was a barn-misting session, I'd say, Tony. No doubt about it. Goldie, (laughs) we point out, Tennessee signed an excellent offensive line class. Now, it's easy to focus on the one that so far got away, it's a real shock, John, that the Seton guy is playing games right now, isn't it? Isn't that doesn't that surprise us all? He he it's just seems, news. Yeah, he seems like such a together winning type player that everybody would want in their organization. A, a business business only guy. 
well grounded well grounded like sean said yesterday has a lot of um great counsel in his life um he right now i'm gonna predict and i know nothing about him but he seems like the type that will take this thing all the way to signing day the next signing day and sit out there for six weeks and have as much fun as he can see how many shows he can get invited on to commit to this team that team because that thing that they did out in L.A. was an absolute stunt that Deion Sanders set him up to do. He has no intention of going to Colorado, which is kind of next level. I'm for it, not again it. Because they're saying right now, Jeffrey Simmons was yesterday, that the, that the two finalists, if there are, or two leaders, I mean, there are no finalists when you're not going to name Is he going to name a team Friday? I don't know. Later today? I have no idea. But the point is with him is – Goofy recruitment, goofy career, but Tennessee will take him in a heartbeat. But they have a very good offensive line class, a very good DB class for the second year in a row. John, you and I were talking. When you factor in the kid from um, Oregon State who plays in a league where the ball is always in the air, had really good numbers, had good pass breakup numbers, comes with a very good reputation, was wanted by a who's who list of schools, including several teams, several programs in this league. Um, that's a great get. And it's easy to focus on what you don't have, but that's a great get. And I'm for it, not against it. And for the second year in a row, Tennessee has signed a very good DB class. You've got to stack those guys. One thing we learn from the Georgias and the Alabamas of the world is you've got to stack those players at that position. You can't have enough of those guys. Yeah, Tony. Um, when going into this uh, recruiting, looking for transfers, high school recruits, you look at Tennessee, offensive line to me and uh, secondary. Yep. Okay, so they keep all of their offensive linemen, yep. basically. Yep. Their top four offensive linemen. Is Javante Spragans ever said what he's doing is he's it's Saudi staying I mean where's he going XFL okay so this isn't it's not it won't rival Alabama's best offensive lines or Georgia's top offensive lines but it's a solid enough offensive line for what Tennessee does offensively Mm -hmm. it's experienced the guys who've worked together we saw the value of Cooper Mace when he was hurt and when he wasn't hurt Mm -hmm. how, how much difference that made in the offense so, I think you've done a really nice job for next season of fortifying your offensive line. Then you go out and you've added two players in the secondary. That was crucial. It is crucial. I mean, you can't you can't just keep playing the same guys and expect different results. Experience does matter, but there's a limit to how much it can help you. Mm-hmm. At some point, you just need a better quality of player, and I think Tennessee's done that. When you recruit a transfer and you bring him in here, he's got to be a starter. If if he's not good enough to beat out the guys that are already here, well, then you've failed. Recruit next want to focus on what you don't get, and I want to focus on what you have. Okay? For the second straight year, Tennessee has signed an elite pass rusher, Vino Jeff Henderson, and an elite quarterback. And they're going to get another elite quarterback next year. Again, I'm back to the Bama model, the Georgia model. You stack those positions. There is no guarantee Nico works out. We hope he does. You don't know till you see him on a field. 
And you really don't know till you see him play a full season and until he stays healthy and all that stuff. But Bino Jeff Henderson, when you're getting an elite pass rusher, as Tennessee did in this, in this, um, and he got kind of lost in the translation because they got him early. And then they sat there for like 104 days and didn't get a commitment. And I realize that makes fans very upset. But I'm pulling the lens back today. When you get an elite pass rusher and an elite quarterback in back-to-back classes, Bino, I say that's excellent. Uh, yeah, those are positions that you absolutely have to stack, Tony. Um, uh, not not only because of the misses that you sometimes have at quarterback, but because of the injuries that you have at quarterback. And I don't think you can ever have enough guys to rush the passer, especially in this league. John Adams presented by Jennifer Morris at Keller Williams. John, you and I know that Jennifer's husband is a chef. She's treated us, the Basilio family. He's like a world-class chef, by the way. She's treated us to some Italian treats, the likes of which I've never seen in my life. She sent us these... Uh, this it's all imported from Italy. We got a box imported from Italy, and um, Laura says to me, "Well, you know, one of your relatives or somebody sent us a box import." I said, uh, uh, "Jennifer told me to look for that." And she said, "What?" Jennifer Morris is so next level. Now the holidays are an incredible time to sell a home because people that are looking right now are looking. Okay, and Jennifer sent us this bread, John. That's good for like three months. It's Italian bread. You open it and it's good for like three months. It doesn't go bad. You ever heard of that? No, but I ate something you know, the other day at a restaurant. I think yeah. it was good for about 30 minutes. But sorry, that just came to mind. Well, That's great. Wish I'd have had that instead of what I ate. Any idea, Bino, what that is? What's I mean, there's something in it, right? Some Italian. It's apparently it's the stuff it's baked with from the old country. It's like good for forever. Some good preservatives, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I have no, I have no idea, Tony. You know, I've always heard that the bread is better in New York because of the water. Yep, the pizza up there. Yep, that's what they say. So, uh, but uh, I, I don't know. John, you believe that because of the water uh, they have in New York City? Must be something. The, in the water, that the uh, uh, no, I they've had problems with water in my hometown of Clinton, Louisiana. Yes, I'm gonna take. So the, I always drink bottled water there. I don't feel as though I'm in uh, South Korea when I was covering the Olympics. You couldn't drink the water there. You could even brush your teeth with the water. Water is very important. Very. And I don't mean to get off on a tangent. Very important. People. When people start, when there's a shortage of water, you're going to see panic. And I, I don't want to bring up a doomsday well, let's scenario not, let's not, at this time of year. Jennifer Morris, good gosh, <laughs> um, selling is really one of the one of the weirdest reads maybe ever. Um, one of the best times to sell your home is right now, and she'll find you a home with running, working water. And John's out there with Dr. Mary's monkey somewhere out on the uh, fringe. And by the way, John, uh, as part of my festivist celebration for you, we will be ripping Clinton, Louisiana later on. Um, but if you're a first-time home buyer as well or haven't gone through the process in a long time, or maybe you're unsure of how to start, you give her a jingle. She's on point you in the right direction, and you're dealing with somebody that's really cool, a Living Vol fan, very sports-minded person. And thank you for the uh, eats and treats Jennifer Morris at Keller Williams. NextMoveSmokyMountains.com is her website. As we continue down our list here that we compiled, I actually did some 
pre-production meeting this morning. How about this? You know, we're in this NIL era, and again, you focus on the ones you don't get. And Tennessee didn't get a top 10 player this year. But Georgia got three, and they have the number one class in the country. Seven other programs signed a player in the top 10, John. The thing we're seeing with the NIL is the NIL is dispersing quarterbacks across various programs, and it's also dispersing the top talent outside of Kirby Smart across various programs. I think that's kind of interesting. It's very interesting, Tony. And I've heard people say this, comment on this. Fans have noticed this, uh, that the Georgias of the world, the Alabamas, the Ohio States, who signed dominant-type classes and have had dominant programs, uh, it will be harder for them to maintain their depth chart. That's where it factors in over the course of the season. Um, I mean, and it it's not just the recruits. It's the same the same way with the transfer portal, that one school can't go out there and get them all, even though Ole Miss is trying to do that under Lane Kiffin. But you yep. can't get them all. you got to disperse the money. Uh, I just find it phenomenal. Do we, do we ever think we'd see this day where a preseason All-American linebacker at a two-time defending national champion, Georgia, at the end of the season, would say he's transferring to Kentucky, not to, not to begin a basketball career, but continue his football career. We ever think we'd see that? I I didn't. That that's that's probably to me the most stunning development of all. That a guy who and think Georgia's got this just a pipeline to the NFL with all these linebackers. It's one after another. Yep. Where else would you want to play linebacker but, than in Georgia except but maybe kinda, Alabama? But he kind of had lost his spot there, which is the point. They have so much. And that was what I was saying earlier about stacking positions. They have so much there that it's like, hey, next man up. Fifteen guys went into the portal. They'll miss it. They'll miss a few of those guys because they'll get injuries next year. And then when you get injured, like Alabama this year, and you get a couple guys hurt. Bino, is it incredible to you that Alabama, with that offensive line we saw at midseason, is sitting there playing for a national championship right now? Is that not insane? Think about that for a second. Uh, absolutely, Tony, and especially the way that their uh, offensive line and quarterback situation uh, early in the season. Uh, I just didn't think there was any way uh, that that team was going to be in the playoffs. But uh, they're a team that just found a way. Uh, probably should have lost several games, even after their quarterback situation uh, got stabilized. But uh, they they just found a way. So 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 that so the whole thing is really interesting. I think the conclusion I've come to is two years ago, Texas A and M, to John's point, and they became the envy of everybody. And that Stewart kid was one of those players, uh, the wide receiver that's in the portal now, got a jump on everybody with the NIL deal. They just went out and bought a class. Before most people had even realized, hey, we can do this, they just jumped out there. I think that's the last super class you're going to see. I really do. I think from now on, like Georgia this year, you could say, well, what about Georgia? They signed, you just said they had three in the top. Yeah, they did but they had six in the top 50. You only have so much money to spend. 
So they had six in the top fifty, and by comparison, uh, Tennessee had t- Tennessee had two in the top fifty, and Florida had three in the top fifty. And the point is this: the year that A and M did it, they got like eleven of those guys. If you remember, it was incredible. Now it didn't pan out to anything because, I mean, Jimbo Fisher couldn't spell cat. If you spotted him the C and the A, quoting Hollywood Henderson, but. I think the days of that super class, John, I think they're over now that everybody's got an NIL and they're up and running. The days of the super super class may be over, but I think you'll still still see the same programs at the uh, top in recruiting. Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Texas, uh, those programs will continue to do well. Uh, Miami is flourishing in recruiting in, uh, in the NIL era. Uh, John Ruiz is the yep. MVP of that program. But, uh, yeah, I think we'll still see a lot of the same things. But you're right. It's hard to get them all. And think about some of these schools in the past that have signed two four-star quarterbacks. We've seen that. They've signed two four-star quarterbacks. Go way back in time to when Tennessee signed uh, two of the top quarterbacks in the country uh, in the 94 recruiting class with Peyton Manning, Manning and Brandon Stewart. You couldn't do – I don't think you – there's no way to do that now. Nope. And it's going to disperse the talent. And uh, But, you know, the, the disperse the talent, shake things up, make changes. But as long as Nick Saban's coaching Alabama and Kirby Smart's coaching Georgia – I think those two teams or those two programs are going to be fighting for championships. So we're going to go to the phones. Here's the deal. When you look back, I just flipped on the flipped on the on three. I'm comparing the on three and the two four seven here. Georgia's number one, Alabama's number two, Ohio State's number three. No surprise. Miami, Miami's number four. Miami basically cleaned up the state of Florida. They flexed out on both Florida and Florida State. Texas guys is going to be an issue. Oregon is number six. Um, Brian Hartman, I'm going to give you um, a chance to guess, because, Brian, you follow this about as much as I do on a global basis. Um, Brian Hartman, I'm going to give you a chance to guess who number seven is in the country. Briny boy. Are they from the SEC? Um, could be a new member from the SEC. It, could be an old school member. Is but, it Ole Miss? Uh, I'd say, uh, can I guess? Is LSU? It is not L- LSU. is 11. LSU is two spots ahead of the Vols. John, I will. Uh, I'll give you a bite at the apple if you would like a bite at the apple. I'll bite into War Eagle and those Auburn Tigers under Hugh Freeze. And I'll bite into the fact that my damn phone is choking because Mark and Colombo, you need to make yourself known. You've embarrassed yourself. Come on, <laughs> you, you've you've embarrassed yourself, Mark. Hey, Mark. Good to have you in here. They're number seven in America. They've signed. They've got. They, they signed two oh, five God. stars, four oh, eleven stars, and eight three stars. Twenty one total players. 
Oklahoma is number eight, Bean Star. Notre Dame is number nine. LSU, according to them, is number ten. Florida State is number eleven. Texas A&M number twelve, with only sixteen total players, but two five stars and four ten stars. Wow. Tennessee number thirteen. Clemson number fourteen. Except for Miami, pretty much uh, usual suspects, huh? And maybe and Auburn uh, and Auburn. Light. But you know what Auburn has that 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 John Adams effect that he said about the Vols a couple years ago, which again makes makes the whole Tennessee experience really a strange thing. Which is, how can you have Nico and no great wide receivers follow him? That's how, and people say, well, Mike Matthews, I'm talking about like these surefire can't miss, and he could be a great receiver, but he's a kid that a couple schools in our in our league, uh, a couple schools in our league wanted as a safety. Now, he might end up being a great wide receiver, but I'm talking about the guys at the top of the food chain, the top of the food chain wide receivers. And that's what's different about this era and 30 years ago. 30 years ago, Peyton Manning would call a Marcus Nash on the phone and neither knew that the other was getting paid and really didn't care and it wasn't their business. And now it's about transactions. It's not about follow me. Because if you look at it, it would be easy to point the finger at Nico and go, well, how come other guys haven't followed him? Guys aren't following anybody anymore. This thing of you come play with me, yeah, I'll come play with me if I can get a bag. But you already got the bag. I want your bag. If I come play with you, I'll take your bag. But in the meantime, Mark and Colombo, you got some splaining to do, big boy. Because I'm looking at Lane Kiffin, Mark and Colombo. And I'm looking. And I'm looking. And I'm looking. And I'm looking. And I'm looking, Tennessee's 13, Clemson's 14, Penn State 15, Florida 16, Michigan 17, USC 18, Frankie JR 19, Frankie Jr. And there's finally Ole Miss at number 20. 13 spots lower! 13 spots lower! Where's Ole Miss in the transfer transfer portal? Gonna make a playoff game next year, Tony. Come on, our schedule. Ask me that question again, but I don't... Where's Ole Miss? Whenever you're saying something good about Ole Miss, that's what happens. He kind of gets lost in the translation. I see. All right, we're going to... We're going to come back on the other side. And I want to get calls in because, John, let's air a grievance on me. I'm not a good time manager. I meant to get my time out like 30 minutes ago. I'm just not good at this. I've only been at it like 30 years. I'd like you to expound on that. Go ahead. You've worked around all kinds of hosts. You've worked around all kinds. You've done all kinds of stuff down through the years. You think I'm one of the worst time managers out there. I'm the Mike. I'm the, uh, I'm the, what's the guy at Miami's name? I'm that kind of game manager. I know I am. Cristobal. Cristobal. Yeah, I'm him. Yeah. Yeah, We'll we'll hand the ball off here. We're not going to. Just take a knee. Who does that? What's gonna? What's the worst thing that can happen? <laughs> uh, Tony, you talk about 
yeah, criticism I have of you. And remember, I want to preface this with any criticism I have of you or anybody else on the show. I don't have many family members left. I look at people on this show that I work with and the callers is, is my extended family. So I think the world of everybody, callers, cohorts, and certainly you have given me the opportunity to come on radio and talk to people and give my opinions and meet people like Jennifer Morris and all that. And so I'm very grateful. However, if we're going to talk about grievances, like the grievances I have with you I mean, in your time management, that's down the list. All right. That's, gonna, I mean, all right. That's, that's, that's quite enough. We're, we're going to continue okay. after this. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. 
Hi, it's Terry from Tillis Jewelry. Our customers know us for our one-of-a-kind custom jewelry. And this year, we've outdone ourselves with the TJ Collection Christmas Edition. Feast your eyes on the deco line, featuring a modern twist on the lovely Art Deco style. You won't be disappointed. We guarantee you'll love everything about the TJ Christmas Edition. Stop by Tillis Jewelry on Columbia Square, where the best surprises come in small, beautifully wrapped packages. Happy holidays from Tillis Jewelry. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And upgrade now with monthly payments as low as $79. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Elevate your day at Old School Vapor. Check out our selection of disposables like Kato Bar, Viho, Raz, Lost Mary, Breeze, and more. Enjoy 35% off your entire e-liquid purchase and 20% off everything else. With every $20 Club 13 purchase, snag a chance to win a Rad Runner e-bike. And for Exodus lovers, every purchase gets you a ticket to win an Xbox Series S. Check us out at OldSchoolVapor.com. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Boy, it's really a shame the momentum of our Festivus against me got interrupted by a commercial break. (laughs) As we go back. Who said you can't do timing? As we go back to our phones, 865-200-5402. Let's get our first call in on a day where... We get as many people in here as humanly possible, trying to add some perspective to what we saw nationally yesterday. Am I trying to explain away what Tennessee and what happened here? No. But I am telling you that the talent is, is dispersed, and it's being dispersed across the league. And Tennessee did fill some needs. So let's point that out. Uh, hello and welcome in to our, our first call of our Festivus celebration. And you don't have to participate in Festivus if you don't want to. But if you want to air your grievances, air them, uh, and we're here for you. Hello and welcome in. Oh, good morning, gentlemen. Hello, welcome in. Uh, how are you doing? Doing great, thank you. Good to talk to uh, you, Peg. Hey, Tony, I saw what you was talking about. That where the guy, uh, I think it's what's hooked, hooked. Uh, the interview. Yeah, you saw it. And what did you? What did yeah. you get out of that? Let me, 
partners, uh, uh, yeah. It's just, I don't know why, yeah. I feel pretty good. I got, uh, it seems like it's, uh, you know, worth what I thought. You know, I don't see what the question is if you watch that interview. So, so you, God. We're, 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 we got Joe Milton ahead. playing quarterback from pillar to post, don't we? Yeah, yep. I told you that about a month ago, I think. You called that shot. Honey, you you straight up called it. Here's what it is. Yep. He's going to be playing down there where he's from. Yep. Like it or not, you're yep. probably seeing the last person as far as loyalty players. And regardless of what you think of the kid, here's something I'm going to tell you. He loves playing for Tennessee. Yep. I mean, That's right. he loves it. That's right. That's what Matt Dixon said. Matt, that is the ironic thing about it is we all we yeah. want are these guys to love it, love it, love it. Just and not Matt, that guy. Just not guy. that guy, Matt. I mean, it's the truth. It's a real shame. It's a shame. It's a darn shame because our and fan base. I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. Uh, look. It, and 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 what I've heard on here, it ain't been that bad. I I kind of told you that's kind of what brought me here in the first place because I was just going around listening. The, my, the worst one I, you know, this show called The Read Report. I don't know if y'all ever heard of that. No, I don't even know who that is. John Reed. Never heard of that him. Is. Nope, never uh, heard of him. It, Seth Hughes is his sidekick. Oh, honey. never heard he, of those guys. He's just like a young look. Not familiar with them. It's mostly you hear just say people just say, they'll say to the extent I've mostly just heard uh, want to see Nico play. Wanna are you guys Nico familiar play. with are any of you guys familiar with that? I don't know if I've heard of that. Have you guys heard of it? It's a podcast. Brian, Matt, Bino, Adams, Bino. Oh, it's a jewel. Never heard of it. Anyone? Anyway, so anything Anyone. else for us today, Peggy? So look, yeah, I heard that, honey, and uh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm like, uh, I think it's John saying, you know, sometimes you can have family, but this this crew on here, sometimes I feel like they can be just as much family because I've found people that feel like I do about sports, like you said, kind of degenerate. I don't feel so out of place anymore. Thank you, guys. Aw, thank you, Peggy. Merry Christmas and a happy Festivus to you. John, what do you think of Peggy? I think she's a very genuine, sincere person. It's nice to have a caller like that. Mm -hmm. I think she adds something to the show. I think she's on cloud uh, nine. You know, um, I think she's what? On cloud nine. Go ahead, Brian. couple things. It's sort of an odd spot because they say that this probably is a not a good game for Joe Milton to play in. Yes. They should probably focus on the senior bowl. Yes. But it's not a great team for Nico to make a debut and play the whole game against either. I know. It's a sweet spot thing it's here. It's a weird It weird, really weird is, Bry. It really is. And I think that it's Joe Milton's football team. I don't think not playing Nico or playing him will make a huge difference at this point yep. of, the, of, the, of the process. So yes. I think Joe Milton deserves to start and play as much as he needs to. Peggy, I had 36, 36 first cousins, 34 of whom are still alive. And I consider you like a wacky first cousin, Peggy, from up there in New Jersey. Matt, do you claim Peggy as family? She just claimed you as family. Are you claiming her as family? Because I, Peggy, you can be one of my wacky cousins any day of the week. 
Yeah, she's like part of the extended family. You see yep. a few times a year. Yeah. Yep. My cousin Bobby fought uh, in the same war John Adams did, and when he got back, he painted a target on his pinto in the early 70s when Ralph Nader did his study. And it said, uh, impact here, had like an arrow and a target. <laughs> and Peggy, you're right in there with him. That's a true story. He drove around with a car that said, impact here. It was a bright orange Pinto. Remember that's the, one of the best that's one of the best things I've ever heard. Yes. He was insane. He's still alive, but he was insane as a kid. Let's go back to the phones. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hi D, what's going on? It's Rod in Clarksville. It's my man right there under wings. I just want to say Merry Christmas to each one of y'all. You and too. I want for each one of y'all to uh elaborate on what do y'all think about how Hypo in his first year, how he came in and what he done with of course, you know, and, and Hooker. Yep. I'm trying to think um, if y'all would elaborate on what do y'all think about the team coming in this year, how good the expectations will be for the coaches to actually have a great year like they did against Hen and Hooker. Or what, like what, do you, with what do you make of that? See, that's an interesting question, right? Is the team he inherited – better than the team he's built. Now, the interesting thing is his offensive line essentially are guys they inherited. He's got a bunch of old heads in that offensive line, like John was talking about. And if those guys would have left, I don't even want to think about what it would have looked like. But they didn't. So now you're back to, for the most part, he's got his players. And is this team better than the one from two years ago? That's really going to be kind of the rub. Because unfortunately for him, he's going to be compared because that became the expectation. That's what Danny White has been just bombarding the fans with these exorbitant prices they're paying after that breakout success. And so, John, I start with you. What do you think? This team better than that team coming up? I think it will be, yeah. I think the defense will be better than that team's defense. Um, I think Nico's going to be really really good. Now, a lot of this hinges on potential and on hearsay, really. I don't know how good he will be, but from everything I heard, he's going to be really good, and I wish I could have seen more of him this year. So, yeah, I think it will be, I think it will be better. I really think in the offensive line, it matters to have continuity. As I said earlier, this is not an an offensive line with three all SEC candidates in it, but it's a solid offensive line, it's cohesive, and it's been playing together. So I think I think overall this will be a better team. That team went seven and six and somehow managed to lose to Purdue. No, I'm talking about in the, the Music second, City Bowl. Second team. I'm talking about the second team. Will it be better than the second team? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I misunderstood. Yeah, the second team because that's the one they're judged against. Everybody wants that bar to move. They want to play in the playoffs. No, no, it's not going to be better than second team. No. Uh, anybody? Not even close. No. Bino, Matt, any thoughts? I thought John was drinking something from other his cat under his cabinet for a second. Uh, John, um, Bino? Uh, Tony, I don't think that it will be as good as his second team. Uh, that team had two offensive linemen that went to the NFL. It had two. Uh, wide receivers that have gone to the NFL and, yep. and been contributors. 
Uh, I, I don't see – I do think our defense can be better, but that defense was – did the things – even though they weren't great, they did the things that you have to do as a defense, which is they took the ball away and they were good in the red zone. Uh, and you have that some years and some years you don't. So, no, I do not think that his next team will be as good as the second. Dixon, what do you think? And obviously we still – this is incomplete here because we got the portal still to come. And there are a bunch of players, like a 100 or so, went in yesterday that are pretty nice players. Matt, several of whom are. I, it'll be really hard to, to top last year's team, I, I think. I mean – that South, I mean, South Carolina game, you know, if you take that out, I get, that was one of the best teams Tennessee's ever had. Just the way that they could score points and that in today's game, like, there's just so few teams that can outscore them. Um, and so few teams that could stop them. Um, I, I, I think last year's team would, would beat, you know, any team Tennessee puts on the field next year. Doesn't mean you couldn't, you know, you know, upset a few teams and win eleven games again, or go ten and two. Um, go ten and two, you're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So that and that's the goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I would, I'd be, I'd be really surprised if next year's team is is better than than last year's. Clark, if, Phil, what's, what's your if, sense of that? Go ahead, Brian. If they Nico becomes the quarterback that they think he is, then they'll be close to what last year's team was. But what about they'll receivers, Brian? What about receivers, though? Well, we'll see what if he can elevate other receivers on the roster. Clark's going to get it. Evan Stewart, if he can get Evan Stewart. Oh, that's what they need, man. And the guy from Tulane and get what Evan I, Stewart. That's what I don't understand. I don't understand why you have this quarterback rod and they're not going to go out and just go crazy and get a couple great wide receivers. I mean, why? I understand, Tony. I understand. But so what the do you reason think? I say that yeah. is I'm thinking that Coop, Coop has been – you know, told Austin Price, and he's told several people in Coop. different interviews that, yep. you know, the reason why he wanted to come back was he knew how good this guy was and the potential he has. He knows what this guy has, has been, you know, doing in practice. He knows he can make all the throws. He knows he knows how to, you know, innovate during the game wow. and elevate his That's game. cool. I he like hearing this. that. I like hearing that. This is the reason why he came back, to have the potential to play in the playoffs, because he knows this quarterback can take him there like Hendon did or like Hendon would have. How about that, John? And that, that is what the first thing John said is a lot of this hinges on what that quarterback can do. Because if, if he Nico truly is, is that special, is, yeah. Yeah, if Nico's a well, quarterback, you know, a lot know. of people think he is in this seat. We don't know the potential for this team. That's I one of those we things we'll know, have John, to see in September. We don't know, but Coop knows. But I've seen it in practice. But I'll, I'll caution well, you, though. Guys talk their teammates up. as well. Guys talk teammates up all the time. Uh, I'll caution anybody on that. John's going to tell you that. That's just the way yeah, it is. they do. It's being and loyal. I, and yeah, I but... still, and again, I think Nico's going to be really good. So do I. But I never, I want to see the guy playing a game, play a whole game yep. before I judge him because some guys are better than they were in practice in yep. games. With this head coach, know. you might some see guys that. Aren't as like, good. Joe, like Josh Dobbs? By like 2025. He was no good in practice, but he was good in games. Well, no, I well, think I, don't know I think this guy's in excellent practice. in practice. I think this guy's excellent in practice. So that's the thing. That's well, the thing that's b- bizarre to me that why they didn't put him on the field this year. Yeah. But, well, but there's, no way practice, all four linemen, there's no way all four <laughs> linemen would come back if he wasn't good, guys. 
Well, I mean, I don't know, Ron. I mean, I'm not trying to be a party pooper here because I'm I'm an. I'm, I'm not gonna, either, Tony. But here's you the know, deal. I'm, here's I'm the deal. How many of those guys are good enough to play in the NFL? Spragans. Mm, maybe I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe Campbell. No, not the season Tony. he had. Not when well, I was the season he had. I'm just telling you. Not not with the way he graded out internally. I'm just telling they're, you. They're they fringe have, guys. They're fringe guys. That's right. And that's I a think great Cooper thing. Could probably, to make could a lot of latch money. on. Yeah, I think he could make a. I, I think go, that's I right, think Matt. Go ahead and go, regardless of the quarterback. But he has that motor in him. But that's my point. If they were no doubt about it, guys, they'd be playing pro ball. So it's great that you have yeah, this romantic notion. And I love it, Rod. I'm all for the romantic notion. And I think it's a great. Like I'm with John. I think that's a great thing. They all came back. Obviously. And the other thing it does is it makes Tennessee like one of those veteran mid-major basketball teams. Because in an era where it takes everybody a half a season to learn to play together, these guys have been together now for a couple of years. That's a huge advantage. Very huge. And that would make me, if I'm like sitting out there going, okay, what kind of season can the Vols have next year? That makes me ratchet it up a win or two. If I put it in that perspective, because I really do think that makes you like one of those mid-major teams in basketball where everybody's been together. It's a huge advantage on offense. Huge. Very much so. Well, you know I love y'all. Happy love New you, Year. Man. Go Wolves. Thank you, brother. See, we've opened this Festivus line, and an hour in, nobody has a grievance with me. I think this show's off to a great, 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 great start. Tony, they're not going to air a grievance with you because you're the one who puts them on the air. You give them an opportunity to speak their mind. They're not even if they even if they loathe you, even if they, they think love you're grossly incompetent, they're think, not going to say it on the air. I think I'm pretty much at this Freddie, point. Freddie Jackal, Freddie Jackal, air a grievance. I feel, I feel universally loved. I feel universally loved at this point after this. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. 
Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. It's a memory-making time of year. This is Murray County Mayor Sheila Butt. Many years ago, as a little girl, I remember my mother receiving several packages in the mail. That was odd at our house. It was just a couple of weeks before Christmas. She put them away. I learned later that my dad had won a catalog shopping spree by selling the most cars the previous month. We were five young children and had just moved to Nashville from Illinois. It had been a tough year. About three days before Christmas, my mother started bringing out the toys one at a time. I remember her sheer delight as she presented each one to us. You see, we didn't know what was in the packages, but mother did. And she couldn't wait to give the toys to us. I know now that the true joy was in the giving. I hope during this holiday season and in the new year that every one of us will experience the true joy of giving whatever we have to give. From our house to yours, I wish you a very merry, merry Christmas and a joy-filled, prosperous New Year. Bring in the New Year with Ruby Scroove at the Mule House in Columbia. Rubik's Groove is your premier outside-of-the-box 80s, 90s, and aughts tribute band. Featuring a high-energy, character-driven performance, you're not going to want to miss this one. Rock, pop, hip-hop, characters, costumes, and videos. For tickets and more information, go to TheMuleHouse.com. That's TheMuleHouse.com. See you on New Year's Eve.
This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. Today, I am at Foodland. Foodland is bright, airy, clean, well-stocked with almost anything you might want from a grocery store. And Foodland has the reputation for the best meat department in Murray County. I'm talking with your local grocer, Miles Johnson, about what the Christmas specials are this week. Miles, what you got? Well, this week we have cooked shank portion hams, $1.49 a pound, ribeye steaks, $6.99 a pound, turnip collard or mustard greens, $0.99 cents a bunch, food club sugar, four-pound bags, two for six, and Coca-Cola 12-packs, two for 11. And as always, these specials run until next Wednesday, correct? Correct. Okay, folks, come to Foodland. Christmas music is playing. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. TB back with you, 865-200-5402. These guys got me laughing uh, during the break. And I want to thank everybody for participating in Festivus thus far. Uh, John, thank you. You've aired a couple grievances on me. Well, no, you cut me off. I didn't get to air any. And, Bino, you've aired a couple grievances so far with Josh Heupel, which I appreciate. Um, SEC Mike says the following. Florida decommits over the last month. Five-star defensive back Xavier fills a me, whatever that, whatever that is. Uh, is he uh, akin to the running back here that was named Phil's? No, Carl this Phil's guy name. spells his name F I L S A I M E. So that looks like that's th- the same. I think that guy did. That's too. related. That he's yeah, really. That's the Louisiana. That's a French name. That's a Phil's and me. Phil's and me. Well, if you Phil's and me, it's not good to lose a five star. Florida actually finished a couple spots below the Vols. Like we laugh at him, Matt. But comparatively, they had like a class of a similar striped hours. I mean, I don't know what any of this means because at the end of the day, you either get players that can play or players that can't. And you're either going to develop your players or not. And I was trying to put on the bright side with the Vols, but if you're a Florida fan, at one time, didn't they have like the number one, number two class in the country? And that was the reason they were going to keep this guy, John. And that was his. Yeah, it was, it seemed like for the most point, it was holding, most part, it was holding steady yeah. at three. And that was a Billy, if you're a, if you're a, a Billy Napier supporter, yep. that was your big selling point. Well, this yep. guy's recruiting. Remember, he's built that program. He talks, talks about, a building a solid foundation for the future. Four-star Marius Williams, see a four-star linebacker Darius Hayes, see a four-star defensive lineman Nazir Johnson, see you. And by those names, I can tell you all three of those guys can play. Because you don't walk around with the name of Mar- Marius Williams unless you can play. <laughs> and a Darius Hayes, you're a damn killer. I mean, a Darius Hayes can play Marius football. Mims. Uh, Nazir Johnson is next level. They have an edge rusher named Jamonta Waller who went somewhere else. They got uh, four-star defensive back Wardell Daddy Mack. You know that cat can play. Uh, and then they lost a three-star player, Kendall Jackson, defensive lineman. He can't play because he's a named Kendall Jackson. But those other guys, I mean, some of these names are just football names. How was our feels of me? Our feels of me guy was just a bit player, right? He didn't yeah. play much, did he? Yeah, he uh he didn't do much except he had a key strip sack of Josh Dobbs and the fumble against that South Carolina team that beat him that year with Butch. 
Great uh, play in the God, game. God, what a he, great he, he, he great he memory. He strip sacked our quarterback, and he's a running back. Yes, that's. I think he was a memory. he was a throw in to get Tyler uh, Tyler Bird, who was his brother. What another like great a, memory! Of course, of course, I think he had like one touchdown catch. Or I didn't. Career. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I didn't well, remember that part. If you're if you're hmm. Florida now, if you're looking at this situation, that was your big. Your big point of contention. Okay, things aren't going well that right right now, but we're building a foundation. We've got this great class coming in. Is there really any point in keeping Billy Napier another year, other than money? No, I would let him go tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you, well, you don't want your your first coach to have a seven or eight loss season in year one. That that's another great point. But how are you going to get around that unless you go out next season and go full Deion Sanders on the world? I mean, when when you lose that many players, and you and plus, not only did they lose that many players, but they had an attrition off their football team. Bino, they lost like fifteen guys on a team that can't play. That can't be good. We're beating them this year, Bino. Can you say that out loud with well, me some right now? Say that is they're getting whipped That's in Neyland Stadium, Bino. Will you say that? Uh, I, uh, I hear the feel in your voice, Basilio. I hear the feel in your voice. <laughs> uh, I, I feel confident we're going to beat Florida in Neyland Stadium, Tony. I don't know that I'll ever be confident again that we're going to beat them in the swamp, but I feel confident we're going to beat them in Neyland. I'm wondering if Florida can beat Vanderbilt. To the phone. Already lost to them once. To the phones we go. And that Kentucky bunch, I mean, they're just loading up for another. They're going to beat Florida six ways to Sunday. The, what the job they're doing. Let's get our next call in. I can't believe Kentucky got that uh, hyphenated kid's name. That Johnson. What's his name? The Johnson kid. The uh, Jamon Dumas Johnson. Thank you. I think, is it? And that's another guy you know can play when looking at his name, Dumas Johnson. I don't mess with people with names like that. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hey guys, Dave. Dave, welcome in, buddy. How you doing? Oh, I'm fine. I've got some grievances, but it's I, not towards you. Hit it. Uh, I want to hear some. Uh, I want to hear because let's do a festivus. And let's air our grievances. Go ahead, my man. Well, this time of year, I, you know, I on, on those special deals, I joined, you know, that VolQuest and two four seven. I joined those during recruiting, but it only takes me about oh a week, and I'm banned on both of them because uh, if you go against the narrative and you upset the, I guess the. The ones that uh, are there all the time, you know, they've got their own little click and each on each of those boards. You know, they complain to the moderators. I end up getting banned. You know, they just don't. You know, if you don't go with the narrative, you give a dissenting view. You know, they just they can't handle it. It's amazing, but that's my grievance. Matt, do you frequent any of the boards on those sites? And and do you find that to be an accurate statement he's making? Because I know Brian and, and Bino don't. I don't think John does. But is group think a thing on those sites, Matt? Is that true? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so for the most part, yeah. I don't, I don't get on the message boards very often anymore. And then if you come in and you like, Dave, uh, like explain this. What kind of things, Dave, have you said there that has drawn ire from people? Well, you, you know, if you say something like, you know, uh, for example, you're not paying a coach $9 million a year to go 8-4. and four. You, You're not. You're paying a coach $9 million to 
to make the playoffs. But everybody makes $9 million in this league. I mean, I would well, argue I with you on way. that. I wouldn't get you banned, but that's well, not a good statement. Well, that's not a good statement. Yeah, not, well, Mark Stoops make $9 million a year. Come on, Dave. Well, I know. you got to be better than that. What What else do you say, Tom? Well, I just, you know, I just said the recruiting's got, you know, the recruiting's got to be better. It's just, it's just a combination. If you just, you know, they're, they're just always, uh, you know, everything is just fine. Everything's great. And it's just, and you go, well, no, everything's great, you know. And you just go against the narrative, man. And, and uh, they just don't like it. Matt, do you think <laughs> negative Dave? Is worthy of banning on those boards? What do you think, Matt? Based on some of negative days, and I love you, negative yeah. Dave. You're my guy. You know that. You're you're my guy. I'm pretty positive. I'd love you if I met you. But man, you're like a rain cloud sometimes, brother. When you come in here, I love you. You're my guy. But you're like, man. You, I mean, I got rain on a sunny day. It's like the opposite of my girl, my I'll negative Dave. That. I got a rain I'll cloud. On a sunny Tony, day. Tony. Yeah. I, I think when it's when warm you're talking outside. About, you're talking about, you're, you're saying Dave is ne- negative. I think sometimes people that are realistic are accused of being negative. That when Dave right. goes on that site, he might be realistic. That's great. Take a side. That's what he needs. That's exactly, John's exactly right. You know, and I'll come in and I'll say something. Then you can talk about that when I'm, and I'll say something about. Well, I say uh, I look at I watch Kentucky play basketball, and I right. think, hey, uh, they've got something going on that, uh, that that looks like that looks like it could be a Final Four team. Oh my God, that's great! You and John feed each other. Kentucky's not finishing ahead of Tennessee guys in this league. I mean, y'all can oh. y'all can sit there and you you know you're gonna have that bad take, and Matt Dixon wants to have it off the air. Matt, are you gonna say it on the air? Well, that's when well, you just gave him the damn kiss of death there, Tone. What do you mean? That that's one of my festivist grievances is how you hype Tennessee up in these sports and then they just collapse against no. the rivals. Go ahead, Bino. Give me one against me. Go ahead, Bino. Give me a grievance. Go ahead, Bino. You've been waiting. By the okay. way, Dave, I was queuing Bino to grievances yesterday about, you know, the show we're gonna do, and he goes, Tony, I don't need any help for grievances. I said, Well, Bino, you can say this about me and you can he goes, Tony, I don't need your help for coming up with grievances against you. Go ahead, Bino. Uh, well, uh, Tony, I, I I don't want to impose on Dave's call here, but I, I guess one of mine is, uh, uh, you know, used to that whispering voice of yours used to crawl all over me. Well, you've actually replaced it now with something that that's even worse. Uh, it's when right in the middle of one of your rants, uh, you throw in three or fours. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Uh, I, I've I've picked on three continents, but I didn't do it. Uh, this guy sucks, but I didn't do it. Uh, you should be happy, but I didn't do it. Tony, if we were still having the number of remotes together that we used to, I think that I would have at some point hit you with the Stan Hansen lariat, just like this. <laughs> Dave, do you believe that man would talk to me like that after all these years? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. But Dave, Dave didn't do it. See, that's the point, Bino. Uh, Dave didn't do it. Those people banned him. Dave, how long did it take you to get banned over at VolQuest? I got banned on, I got banned on both of them within a week. Within a week. And you're such and a, and you don't come on strong. The thing about you is there's a subtlety to your game. I mean, 
I, I would think they're going out of their way to ban you and like persecute Tony, you. Yeah. Yes. Are you IP banned or just your username? Yeah. Well, I can still I can still uh, read the content. I just can't post. Um, that is too funny, man. Well, uh, you know, I pre- and I appreciate uh, being able to come on a, 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 your show. Sure. And, as long as your grievance in with and, me, and, as long as your grievance in with me, man, air your grievances. Well, I just appreciate being able to have be able to go somewhere where you can actually, you know, yeah, speak, speak, speak the truth. Well, and here's the it, thing, right? If I don't agree with you, we're going to argue about it, and then once we argue about it, we shake hands. And we're friends, and it's sports. I'm not here to, like, we don't do groupthink. I never have. As yeah, Jack Nicholson that. once said yeah. in the movie, some people can't handle the truth. And so sometimes when Dave brings the truth, he's uh, he's portrayed unfairly as just a negative naysayer. Dave's a jackbooted nut is what he is. He's in the nut. <laughs> I uh, appreciate you guys. You're welcome. Thank you, buddy. Merry Christmas uh, to you. Dave's a nut. Dave's our resident. Peggy is my resident crazy first cousin. And Dave is a nut job. And I, I don't by the know, way, da- maybe 20 years ago they would have been nut jobs, but in today's world, I didn't do it. No, they're not really nut jobs. Tony, I laughed the other night mm-hmm. during the Georgia Southern Post game. Brian was doing it, Matt was on there with him, and Dave was on there ripping them for their second half performance, which they deserved. Uh, but maybe going a little bit overboard about how they shot that night in the second half of a game that meant about as much as you and I play and pick up in your driveway. Uh, but Matt, I mean, uh, Dave went off on him and right in the middle, uh, Brownie asked Matt, uh, you, you think Dave's overreacting, being too negative? And before Matt could answer it, Dave said, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love me some Dave, man. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. When they do this thing where Barnes lays an egg, you know, because everybody loses the game. I come in here, and that 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 thing is full lit up, okay? And these guys have been in studio with me. That thing is full lit up. And Laura will look at me and go, which one's Dave? Which one's a couple of the other callers? She goes, one of those guys is Dave. Because he can't, John, he it changes the pH in his blood when Barnes loses a basketball game and they get to come in here and rip him. And, Dave, I love you, but I call an ace and ace and a spay a spay. And as great Bob Barker once said, remember to have your pet spayed and neutered. Because it changes. Matt, those guys, the pH in their blood changes when Barnes loses a game. Yes or no, Matt? When that game's closed at the end, what are they cheering for, a win or a loss, Matt? You tell me. Oh, They, they won a loss with the okay. coaching mistake at the end. Thank you. Okay. Because the pH in their blood changes, and when when they, I just remember when they beat Duke last year in the tournament. Dave did that was the one show Dave didn't call in at. Hello, he called after the next Nowhere game. To be, yeah, he caught. Yeah, he was yep. on. He was on hold after FAU, but that oh, yeah. game he was. He took that day off. That FAU game, in fact, I think he was one of the first three because Laura said one of those is Dave. And Dave, we love you, but you you know you get you get mentioned in my family now. And by the way. I got to revisit something from the first hour, and then we'll go to the phones. John, you'll appreciate this. I went upstairs to get some hot tea. Laura looks at me and she says, "Hey, dummy! Once you open that bread, it goes bad." 
She said, you're a moron. She said, it can stay sealed for a couple of months, and it's good. But once you oh, open the you're, bread... You're... Right. She said, what is wrong with you? She said, what do you think? This is designed for astronauts? Wow. So that was really a stupid take on your part. And see, you didn't tell people what that. You didn't. Well, I just say. did. I just came, it just came to me because I was thinking about her saying, you know, her and I laugh about the, the whole. The other night, she told me, she was having trouble sleeping, um, and she said, "I got up in the middle of the night and looked at Twitter and saw that Peggy was in the middle of like a Twitter rant." She said, and I stayed there and just watched Peggy's. <laughs> She said it was like three thirty in the morning, and Peggy was on the Twitter. She said I couldn't go back to sleep. I was laughing so hard at Peggy's Twitter rant. Oh my gosh, this is our life. This is how we make a living. I mean, Jay's Louise. Hello and welcome into our next call. Who's laughing? Oh my God. I'm- uh, who's What's up, brother? Before, How you doing? Before we get started, around the room, what was Peggy 3 a.m. tweet rant about? No idea. I mean, can you imagine? I have no I, I asked Laura and I said, what was it about? And she goes, I have no idea. And I didn't go back and look. But Peggy, I love you. I'm for you, not against you. You crazy cousin oh, of mine. Man. That's so great. She's on Twitter. I don't have Twitter, but if I did, I'd follow her. That's That's awesome. Tone, I do got to say I got one with you, though, bud. Hit it. And it deals with, do you remember the game Six Degrees of Rick Barnes Sucks with Polly Joe? We never played that game. That would have been such a great radio bit because Polly Joe's definitely the Dave and I, negative Dave guy type, too. But the problem is, do we need to encourage that? Do we need to well, play I, the I Six Degrees game funny. with people like that? I, could Polly pull it off, though, where you give Polly a random topic and he has to logically connect it? Rick Barnes. Could he do it, or would it fall flat? Uh, he would be... Rick Barnes would eventually be in Dealey Plaza as like a six-year-old with a gun in his hand. <laughs> I mean, these guys despise him. I mean, it's insane. The guy wins like 70% of his games, Bino. And these people despise this man. I mean, let's just call it what it is. It's weird. It's. I'm sorry. What What does Rick Barnes do? I mean, 41 weeks in the top 10 in Tennessee basketball, 100 out of 121 weeks in the top 25, number four during that time period. That is low-key impressive. The That's crazy. Several league championships, winning the tournament at the end of the year, the win over Kentucky in that overtime game, the year they flamed out in the, in the playoffs to um, to Purdue. I mean, of course they flamed out, but the win over Kentucky, Matt, in your lifetime of drawing air, Matt, Tennessee sporting events, that's got to be a top five sporting event for you, doesn't it? For ba- Yeah, for basketball, yeah. that was They came back in, I think it was in Nashville, yeah. That was one because that was a that was a pretty good Kentucky team too. Hell yeah, that had Tyrese Maxey on it. Yes, who's an NBA star right now, a star, how a stud, and a stallion. How big of a asterisk is it that Rick Barnes was Matt Painter's biggest uh, tournament win, maybe of his career? That's that's never a good thing. Jesus. To his credit. But wow, that's all those guys needs a little bit of encouragement. So you're mad yeah. at me for not feeding the monster. 
I, I just, I thought, it, I, my, Paulie, I'm not going to tell you how to do your calls, but my favorite Paulie Joe, Rick, six degrees, Rick Barnes sucks, was when you used to like weave it in there where we'd start out talking about something completely different. And in the left turn, it was <laughs> Rick Barnes sucks. That was one of my absolute favorite. Now he just sledgehammers it right away. It's, it's not really. Yeah, nuance is a um, nuance is an acquired skill, though. John, John has it because John in those columns can like you think this is the message, and it's really kind of this is the message, and you kind of go, okay, is he making fun of me here? Or is he, and he does it on the air sometimes. Like, you don't know. There's a lot of nuance, as the great Tony Jones likes to say. <laughs> Tony, what's up? Nuances. Compartmentalize. Yeah. Uh, so you're yeah. saying I confuse people. Tony. No, I you're think saying? you're, no, I just think you're, I think you're an excellent communicator that's gifted at that. Thank you. You're welcome. There a punchline coming? No, absolutely not. I think I've told you this. John, Abino and I have talked off the air about this. I find you to be a world-class talent. Wow. Now, you're super strange. But, you know, if you think I have that much talent, why won't you let me air my grievances about you? You keep talking about this. You talked about, you've been talking about this for several days. I want you to come on and air your grievances about me and other people on the show. And then the show happens. And anytime I try to do it, you just cut me off. Anything What's with else? That? Anything else on your mind, Ryan, today? Uh, last one, my sports grievance. And it kind of goes with the uh, Florida Atlantic. Yeah. This is for whoever in the heck I use AD is, their president, their boosters. Anyone who claims to care about basketball, or allegedly, up in Bloomington, Indiana. I am so grieved that Dusty May is still Florida Atlantic's basketball coach. <laughs> hey, man, I'm telling you right now, if he's available, when Barnes walks away, Tennessee's going to hire him. You, you well, put that in your pipe you. right now. That is, that, is, that is Danny White's choice one, choice two, and choice three. You can put that in well, your I'm pipe right you, now. Uh, I'm retiring the Hoosier Vols moniker, and it's just Vols Ryan. That, that's it for me, and I hope he does go to Tennessee if he go to IU. Thank you, brother. Good talking to you. Bino, do you believe in Dusty May, or was he a flash in the pan? Uh, I, I think Dusty May's a good, a really, really good young basketball coach, Tony. Matt Day, flash in the pan or no? March. Matt Dixon, flash in the pan or no? No, I, th- I think he's a pretty solid coach that's, That'll get a, a pretty big gig at some point, and hope if, if it's here, hopefully he, he carries some of that success. Back to our phones we go. Let's get our next call in. May can win in March. Did you hear what he just did? May can win in March. You need May to win in March. That is really a damn damn shame that we lost last year to them, John. What happened to John? Now John's John just went. Can you hear me, John? Because your 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 uh, microphone just went out. Might need to plug unplug yourself and you're, plug yourself you, back. You're, no, you're muted. You muted yourself, John. No, he's not muted. I can see it on the board. That's self mutation. <laughs> Dino Adams. Let's go back to our fun. See, this is what we this is what we want to do in here. It's just have some fun today and let our hair down and let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome, and our festivist celebration, unlike any other, where we air our grievances. Hey, Tony, Josh, you boy. Wings. 
How are you guys doing today? Joshy boy, it's a beautiful, blessed day to be alive and well, brother. I'm coming to you for some produce later, my man. Good. I got a question for uh, Matt Dixon. Matt, I know, uh, well, to lead to this question, who are you for next Friday's game, Missouri or Ohio State? Uh, That's a great question. Uh, Joshy boy, under wings. It's a great question. Uh, it'd probably benefit Tennessee more if Ohio State won, but I, I think Missouri cares a whole lot more about that game than, than the Buckeyes like, uh, do. So I think Missouri will win, similar to Tennessee Clemson last year. Yeah. He's asking you who you're cheering for, though, Matt. And I'm telling you right now, we are all cheering for Missouri in that game. Nobody wants to see Yankee Bama. It would be so funny if little Missouri went out there and flogged them in a bowl game. And Eli drank a fifth over there. What bowl game is it? The cotton ball. Oh my God! Him with that. Uh, hey Ryan, we stand on business. We yeah, stand, we on, stand business. on business, Ryan Day. Stand on business. Stand on business. Young Butchie. But uh, Tony, do you believe uh, that Marvin Harrison Jr. will play in that game next Friday? No, I don't believe no that. No chance. No. Hasn't he already opted out? No. Wow. Yeah. His quarterbacks at Syracuse now. And the quarterbacks at Syracuse. To Matt's point. That's a great yep. career move. Well, yeah, it is. If I sucked like him, I'd go to Syracuse. Tony, uh, he's another one of those five, hey, he's another five star bust, man. And you just don't know, John, until they walk on the field. It's weird, isn't it? I got a I got a sports grievance, Tony. All right, hit it. Uh when my Braves got beat in the playoffs, not once. But twice by your Phillies. How many times did it happen? I want to make sure now that we've forgotten about it. How many times in a row? Two. You guys win the divisions, but we win in March. You know who you guys are? That's what I thought. You know who we are? That's what I thought. Go ahead. That's what I thought. So, uh, what do you guys think about tonight's matchup against Tarleton State? Brian, you're you're doing the uh, post- Post-mortem, what do you think? Tonight's matchup, Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime. Well, I think they want to cut the scoring down quite a bit, but I've seen they've been involved in some high-scoring games, so I think Tennessee can get some get maybe into the 80s against them. Yes. And if they can do that, I think they'll probably win somewhere around 25 to 30-point final the, margin. The Vols are going to thump them. I'm thinking about Tone taking the first half spread. That's a 13-and-a-half. And what is the, dare I say, 22 and a half, half, yeah. That's kind of what I thought it would go off at. 22 and a half. Um, Joshy boy, by the way, did your Lakers win last week as a prelude when I wanted you to go on that trip to San Antonio that you didn't take? I was thinking about Uh, funding it. they lost home. Okay, I was thinking about funding it. Yeah. I think they won one of the games. They played two straight down there. They won yeah, the first one, did. lost the second one. They won out one, one out of one. One out of one. Okay. Is there any bowl games tonight, Brian? While you're one out of two. Thing? One out uh, of Syracuse yeah. and Georgia. No, Syracuse and South Florida play in the Boca Raton Ruth Claim Bowl. Go with John. How bad is that game going to be? You see, you see, Golish signed Nico yesterday. What do you mean? Nico Gramatica. 
Yes, that is so yeah. great. Martin Gramatica's son. And they've got a really cool like thing about stay in the bay, play in the bay, stay. Have you seen their tagline? Whoever came up with that, it's pretty good, it's pretty good marketing. Yeah. And, uh, Tony, one of the things about these bowl games is you can see, you never know when a great game might be coming. No doubt about it. The other game, that, could, the other day that game when the team was down 28 nothing, one of Joshie boys bad beats. He he was on a team down twenty. They, he was winning twenty eight to nothing, and they lost. What was, the final, what was the final? What was the final that game, Joshy boy? It was uh thirty eight thirty five, Tony. From twenty eight nothing, and they put a fourth what string quarterback in that went crazy on him because Helton yep. got his nephew out of there. Wasn't that Helton's nephew, Matt, that struggled, and they got him out of there? Yes, and they went on just a rant. Just a rip rant. Tony, uh, out the door. I want to say something. To... I hit the button on that. Let me go back to the phones. I mean, what, a... <laughs> what are we? What did he say, Tony? I didn't Nothing. hear it. Nothing. He didn't say anything. Oh. As we go back to our phones, hello and welcome in. What's up, guys? Greg hey. in Atlanta. Hey, Greg, welcome in, man. Good Dixie's talk to you. Good talk to you. I got, I got, I got uh, two grievances. Uh, All right. First one's going to be with you, Tony. Thank you. <laughs> Tony, you have some of these callers on, and they get so long in the tooth, and you just let them ramble and ramble and ramble. And then you're like, okay, back to the phone. But just one second, and then you go off top topic and ramble and ramble and ramble. And even Matt and Brian will be like, okay, yep, yeah, uh-huh, and, like, try to get you off. Like, when you get people off the phone, you just keep saying, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then you'll finally snap out of it and be like, oh, oh, next caller. John, yeah, is that back to that, that right? time, that's back to that time management thing, right, John, that you were talking <laughs> about in the first hour? Well, I put it in a separate category, Tony. Because that's uh, it's not time management; it's game management, and and I think you mm. you're lacking in that area. Sometimes that would have been one of my grievances if I'd have been able to air it, but you kept cutting me well, off. Greg, I think that's an excellent point by you. Thanks. I've well, been told that when Bino does the show, it flows better because Bino's more. Um, what would the word be, Bino? Bino is wall to wall, y'all. Inaccurate. That's uh, what you. The word for what you just said was inaccurate. And I've got a grievance with Greg. Right. Greg's talking about Uh-oh. callers. He meant long-winded. He said long tooth, which describes me, not the caller. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. There are some call. There are some callers here that say in a thousand words what they could say in five. I think that's an accurate statement. Do you think, Tony, you lose listeners when these people are droning on endlessly? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just curious. Do you think about that? I mean... Does the term show killer come to mind? (laughs) I mean, when a guy's making a list of his top five, like... I don't know. Women of color. 
for instance. Just he comes to mind. Um, <laughs> but Ty, and Greg's Bill on hold. Flair, but he, Greg has constantly hold. updating it. Greg, oh. <laughs> Greg's <laughs> on hold, and he's got a point he wants to make. And here comes Bill. And Greg's heart's got to sink, right? If Bill's in front of him, he's like, oh, damn it. That's 15 yep. more minutes. Now, what am I going to do here? Am I going to stay on the phone? And then at what point, you know... Is this become an indictment of me and not Basilio, who I know is not going to manage us properly because he's the worst quarterback in radio? Thank you, Greg. I'll wear that with honor. Okay, I got. Okay, and I just wanted to agree with. Um, yes. What was the other caller who uh, was the dark cloud all the time? Oh, Dave, ring cloud, Dave. Dave. Yeah, yeah. He was talking about one of those, a few of those message boards. Yes, he's one hundred percent right. I've I've been on one of them, and I don't really comment much. But uh, after the first week of the portal, right. I made a headline that um, Tennessee really killed it in the first week, getting all those uh, A-listers on campus. You would have thought that I said we should fire Josh Heupel, everybody around, blow the program up, and start over. So there's some I mean, serious group think that goes on. They kind of bully around, and if you don't think like they do. and Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's too bad. 100%. Too bad, man. Thank you, thank you, brother. But, um, good, good talking oh, to you. Like oh, go thing. ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Greg. Um, so I keep hearing that everybody thinks this is a, a horrible time for Nico to play. Yep. Uh, in the bowl game against Iowa because their defense is so good. Mm-hmm. If he's and I and I hear it because the mental part of it. If he's that mentally fragile that he can't play in a bowl game and throw, I don't know, two picks. Maybe I'm not saying he would. But if he does and fumble a ball, if that ruins his entire psyche and he can't play anymore, he's never he was never the quarterback we thought he was going to be anyway. Why not let him out there in a game that is meaningless and let's see what he can do? I, you, are preaching to the choir. Have a great day, my friend, and Merry Christmas to you. Thank you for the call and thank you for your thoughts. And I appreciate you listening. Um, You know, go ahead. I just see. Yeah. No. When you remember the scene in Airplane, yeah, in there a scene in the you saw the movie Airplane a million times. One of the best. All right, so eight six five two hundred five four zero two is my number. I'm going to take a brief time out. We're going to continue on the other side, and we'll do it right after that. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to one hundred one point seven WKOM FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hi, it's Terry from Tillish Jewelry, your festive gift destination this Christmas. Unwrap the magic with our natural diamond earrings starting at an incredible $99. Yes, you heard it right, $99. Picture the joy of discovering these stunning gems in your stocking. But there's more. Explore our brand new diamond pendants and dazzling stack rings at fantastic prices. Make this season unforgettable with Tillish Jewelry. Come see us on the Columbia Square, where the gift is wrapped with elegance. Tillish Jewelry, making your Christmas sparkle brighter. Happy holidays. 
Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Football season is here, and that means tailgating starts now. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us help you get your backyard game ready. We are open Monday through Friday from 7 to 7 and on Saturday from 8 to 4. Go Vols! Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. 
Don't let pain keep you out of the game. Murray Regional Physical Therapy's experienced team of therapists can help you recover from surgery, injury, or illness by designing a plan that meets your unique needs. We utilize state-of-the-art equipment and proven techniques to help you get back to doing the things you love. Schedule a consultation at any of our convenient Southern Middle Tennessee locations by calling 931-380-4014. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And upgrade now with monthly payments as low as $79. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Tuscaloosa, we live by the blue-collar basketball motto. Stepping back, deep three, bottom. Hard work. Two on one, driving, stepping through, tough shot, got it to go. Dedication. Front court to the rack. Oh! And teamwork. Play the song for the champions of the Southeastern Conference. Join us for every game right here on your home for Alabama basketball. Right here, Saturdays on WKOM 101.7 FM. Get ready for a shopping experience like no other at Old School Vapor. We carry a huge selection of disposables from Cato Bar, Viho, Raz, Lost Mary and Breeze. We've got it all. Enjoy a whopping 35% off your entire e-liquid purchase, 20% off everything else. Plus, discover the largest legal cannabis selection in the state. Along with a variety of Kratom, Kava, and Glass products, check us out at OldSchoolVapor.com. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. Join Center of Hope for the annual New Year's Eve Mule Drop in downtown Columbia. It all starts at 8 p.m. with the amazing Emerald Empire Band. Food trucks, a beer garden, axe throwing, and a cigar lounge will all be there. Hourly countdowns and toasts will lead up to the Mule Drop at midnight. The Mule Drop is free and family-friendly. Presented by Center of Hope. Sponsored by Experience Murray and Baxter Management. No live mules will be used at this event. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. TB back with you, 865-200-5402. Here's the deal. we got a full bank of calls, as we will. We're having our Festivus celebration. Uh, we're having a great time. And Brian Hartman's got a piece of news Next out year, there. John. Brian oh, Hartman's okay. got a piece of breaking news here. It's not breaking news, but it is breaking news. Go ahead, Brian Hartman, and then we'll go back to our phone. Yeah, according to uh, Nicole Nikki Arbach from The Athletic, Florida Nikki. State is scheduled an emergency meeting of its board of trustees for Friday morning. And this may be the first concrete step needed in any effort to engage, enable the school to take legal action against the ACC to challenge the grant of rights. How about that? They're going to use the fact that the league did not stick up for them after they had a team that commensurate with landing in a playoff 
not get in the playoff as a reason to get out of their deal. And Matt Dixon, uh, you were adding when we were just came up there last 30 seconds of the break, you were saying what? Yeah, there's some uh, thinking that I've, I've seen some Florida State fans have that is pretty accurate because they weren't going to win a playoff game without Jordan Travis was that getting left out of the playoffs in the long run will just expedite their exit from the ACC um, because it's, you know, a conference champion that's undefeated, you know, in the quote-unquote power five, getting left out of the playoffs will, like Brian just mentioned, the grant of rights, that they can challenge that some. Um, that But just getting left out of the playoffs in the end will be a net positive for Florida State because it will help them advance to another league quicker. John, does the Big Ten get a beachhead? in the state of Florida, which is something they've wanted to do for years. Jim Harbaugh had his training camps down there several years ago. Or does the Big 12 uh, take them on a sweet deal and offer them terms to get a brand name team to compete at the top of their league? Or does the SEC, which I don't think, expand? What, What happens? And then we go back to our phones. Well, I, I would be in favor of the SEC getting Florida State. Uh, I just always have thought that. But you, you kind of bring these things in in twos. However, based on how the Big 12 has operated in this transitional phase, uh, I bet it will really go hard after Florida State. The Big 10 may look down on Florida State. I know that it's appealing in some ways, but like if the Big 10 is more is thinking more like, well, we don't have to have Florida State. It's so important in, in recruiting, whether you're talking about, about players or schools, either one, uh, to make somebody feel wanted. And I think the Big 12 could make Florida State feel very wanted. And I think that league has come out of this, despite losing Texas and Oklahoma, it's come out of this very well. And, and a Florida State would be a great get. And I think it would be a good move for Florida State. You know, Jeff, what do you think? What's Bino Jeff think? Oh, he's got cameras on. Okay, I, I was just throwing. Let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome. You're on the air. Hi, welcome hey, in. You're Johnny, on the air. It's the one. Hey, Paul. Welcome in, buddy. How's everyone doing? Merry Christmas. Yeah, happy Festivus to you. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. My brother Steve what likes to say. Festivus. I had, I, had some, um, I had some thoughts before the that I heard it was Festivus, but then I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time on that. I'm going straight to the Festivus part. There you go. One of the greatest shows that was the funniest and most entertaining to me was when, Tony, you took the day off and Adams had control of the mic. Remember that day? John, do you remember that day back in the summer when my phone well, sure, started, sure, my I phone remember started blowing it. up um, that I was getting like frontally assaulted on here? Yeah, and when that was... Uh, uh, that was with great intentions we did that. That was not an indictment of you or your performance. Everybody thinks the world of you and, and how you run this show. And I think it was in a lighthearted manner in which people were ripping you to shreds. It wasn't. Uh, I think I think there was a comment on that show that someone was answering phone calls in the shower. I, I don't remember that. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, but... I'll get, I'll I get think one of the things, Polly, one of the things that came up was 
I think I was perceived as a better point guard than Tony, and that's not true at all. But I think it was just because I had, I I was only on there. It's it's so easy to do the show. Well, it's not easy, but it's less challenging to do it just one time. And for Tony to do day after day after day, I think people marvel at his ability. But I just came in there one time, and people were saying, well, I got Matt and Brian more involved. Like, I was a better point oh guy. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm spreading the ball around. I'm, um, I'm seeing where, oh, right. Matt's open to the, the radio corner. Listener, Bingo, he get it to it. What? For some reason, this continues on the other side over at tclub.team. To the radio listener, we love you. Peace. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.